The Chef Nas Podcast begins now. Welcome to the Shep Nas Podcast. I'm Joe and I'm your host today. We are continuing our series on the 21 most effective prayers in the Bible. Today, I'll be covering the prayer of Gideon. Have you ever been in a point in your life where it seemed like everything was on the line and you were pretty sure you knew that God was telling you to do, but you just needed a little reassurance? Well, then you'll be able to relate to Gideon today. If you want to read about Gideon, his story is found in the book of Judges, chapters 6 through 8. Before we get into this prayer, though, let's listen to the passage of Scripture that gives us the context leading up to his prayer. If you want to follow along, the passage is Judges 6, 1 through 12. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight, so the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, marauders from Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east would attack Israel, camping in the land and destroying crops as far away as Gaza. They left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, goats, cattle, and donkeys. These enemy hordes coming with their livestock and tents were as thick as locusts. They arrived on droves of camels too numerous to count, and they stayed until the land was stripped bare. So Israel was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. When they cried out to the Lord because of Midian, the Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites. He said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I am the Lord your God. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live. But you have not listened to me. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash of the clan of Ebiezer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. So after hearing this scripture, it's in this context that Gideon prays this simple prayer found in verse 17. If you're truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that it's really the Lord speaking to me. Gideon was at a really low point. Normally, when you would thresh wheat, you would do it in an open plain or in a hillside where the wind could help separate the straw from the edible part of the wheat. But we find Gideon in a valley, both physically and metaphorically. He's threshing wheat in a wine press, hiding from the Midianites throwing the wheat up into the air, hoping it will catch a little breeze and separate from the straw. I'm sure it was frustrating, discouraging, and even a little degrading. It's at this point that the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon and greets him, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. We don't know for sure if Gideon had been a warrior in the past, whether this was God showing a little bit of a sense of humor or... If this was a prophetic proclamation over what Gideon was to become, maybe it's 
all of the above. But the message was clear. Gideon, God is with you. He is with you in this low spot. He is here with you in the wine press while you are doing your best to hide from the enemies and just to get by in life. The angel of the Lord goes on to tell Gideon how he is going to be used by God to deliver Israel from the Midianites. The Lord tells him, go with the strength you have. We may not always feel like we can go with the strength that we have, but here the Lord encourages Gideon that he can go on with the strength that he has because it's the Lord that's sending him. I'm sure there could be a whole other devotional just going on about the strength that God has given, but today we'll focus on Gideon's response in his prayer. He asked God for a sign. Was Gideon doubting God or doubting God's ability to do what he said? It might seem like that at first, but a closer look shows us that Gideon was doubting himself. He wants a sign to prove that it was really God speaking to him. It doesn't trust his own judgment. Is this God telling me to do something, or is this something I'm making up in my own head? Is this God telling me to do something, or am I being swayed by circumstances around me? Gideon really needed to know this was God. He needed a sign to quiet the doubts about his own judgment. God was gracious. God was kind. God was patient. All the things that God tells us that we should be, he demonstrated. He didn't get mad at Gideon. He understood that Gideon was doubting himself, not God. God waited while Gideon prepared an offering and put it on a rock. Then the Lord consumed the offering by making flames come out of the rock. Gideon got his sign. His prayer was answered. If you serve in any area at Shepherd, or if you're interested in getting plugged in as a volunteer, you're invited to a time of team building and fun. On January 7th at 4.30 p.m., we are hosting a one-team rally at the Gehanna campus. This will be a time for our various teams to join together, fellowship, and hear what's coming down the pike at Shepherd. That's this coming Sunday afternoon at 4.30 p.m. We shouldn't expect God to give us a sign about every little thing that we do in our life. He's given us access to the throne, but we shouldn't reduce God to a magic eight ball, looking for him to tell us whether or not to grab an umbrella when we can see that it's raining outside. But here are some takeaways from today's reading. Number one, all of us will probably need a sign of confirmation at one time or another in our life. The need is rare, but it may happen in your lifetime. Two, God's signs often come at desperate times. God knows what's needed to get you through those times. Three, God's signs confirm that God is already doing or has already done in our hearts. He had already told Gideon about what was going to happen. The sign was just a confirmation of the message. Four, Every sign should be checked against and submitted to the clear teaching of God's Word. God is not going to contradict Himself, and He's not going to tell you to do something that He's already said in the Bible not to do. 5. God can give us confirmation. God does not have a shortage of power. So if you're asking for confirmation from God, then you can know that He has the power to give you that message. Perhaps this prayer in Gideon's life would be a challenge to your prayer life. 
Are there things that you need to be honest with God about? Are there things that you know that he's already been telling you in your heart, and you've been hearing that message, but you're just doubting yourself as to whether or not that's God you're hearing? And maybe, like Gideon, you need a sign. You can pray for that sign. I'm not saying that you should do that in every circumstance. I am saying that you should be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Lord, we just want to thank you for this opportunity and this platform and this format to be able to engage daily and to encourage us that we are not alone, that you are with us and that there are other believers that are united with us. Just as Gideon was in a low spot in the wine press in a valley by himself, he wasn't really by himself. Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for understanding us. We thank you for hearing our hearts, for knowing what's going on in our lives, and for caring about that, for being gracious with us, for being kind to us, for being patient as we come alongside you, Lord. We just pray that... um, You would continue to work in our lives. I can pray that you would continue to work in the lives of those that are listening today and be with them throughout their day. Lord, if there are those that are truly looking for a sign from you and they're looking for a sign with pure motivation to follow your direction, Lord, that you would grant the request and give them the sign. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Well, we hope you have enjoyed uh, our continued devotions as we go through the 21 most effective prayers in the Bible, and pray that you would also share this with others, and that this might be an opportunity for you to be a witness to your friends and family. If you want to keep up with everything that's going on at the church, of course, you can go to the church website at shepnaz.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, where we're always posting things. Hope that you have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.